This is Center Stage, putting lawyers in the spotlight by highlighting attorneys and other industry experts to help take your law firm to the next level. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Center Stage. I'm your host, John Henson, and this week we are talking about how to attract the perfect client, and I am joined this week by attorney David Feeks. David, thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? John, thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Awesome. So, yeah, you know, one of the things that we always talk about, you know, in our term and our marketing philosophy is you want to attract the ideal client. You know, I, I don't think that it's a good business practice, especially in the long run, to be what's called a door lawyer, where you're just taking every client that walks through the door. And so David here, uh, he and his firm have really nailed down what it takes to attract the perfect client, which is why we're having him on today. So yeah, just uh, before we jump in, David, I want you to just kind of introduce yourself and, and tell everybody about you. So I'm David Feeks. I'm the owner and founder of the Parents Estate Planning Law Firm. We are located in Acton, Massachusetts. It's about 35 miles northwest of Boston. And uh, our focus is primarily in the estate planning world on parents with young kids. So not just estate planners in general, um, but our primary target audience is parents with young kids. Uh, secondarily, empty nesters, <clears throat> excuse me, because that just happens to be where I am at this, at this point in my life. Um, but yeah, that's what we're doing all day, every day. Awesome. So... When it comes to, you know, putting a lot of time and energy into attracting the perfect client, like what, what are the benefits of, of taking that route instead of just casting sort of a wider net and just bringing in whoever you can bring in? Yeah, it's, it's interesting because once upon a time, I probably was what you would describe as, as a door lawyer when I opened up my own firm initially back in 1998 after I escaped working for other firms in Boston, uh, you know, I, I dabbled in, in different practice areas. I did business litigation. I did real estate. I did estate planning. You know, I, I did all kinds of stuff. And uh, ultimately, I got more and more focused on estate planning because I realized that's what I really liked. It turns out I realized later on that's really what I was meant to do and that there was a mission that I had to pursue around that. But I even remember having conversations with my wife. You know, she is with me in the firm now, but before then she'd be like, you know, why don't you try real estate closings? Because I bet, you know, people need real estate closings and you could make more money if you could do that too. And I like, I don't really want to do real estate closings, but I guess I can make more money at it. The the maybe the irony is is that the the more you focus on what is most important to you, the more you focus on what is the what I would call the ideal client for you, the better your practice becomes. Number one, the more money you make. Because I make a lot more money now focused on a very narrow area. You know, when I was casting a wider net, I was like $250,000. I was kicking around low 200s forever. I didn't break seven figures until I got very, very clear about what it is I wanted to do and who I wanted to do that with and for, and most importantly, why. I was doing all of that, but with a, with a, you know, when you, can I focus in on your ideal client, marketing becomes easier because you know who you're talking to. Uh, sales becomes easier because you can develop a sales conversation around a specific person. The production of the legal services becomes a lot easier because then you're only building systems and processes and procedures to accomplish 
you know, a certain thing. And it's even easier to, you know, attract a really good team because you can share with them. This is who we are. This is what we do. This is who we work with day in and day out. And then you will attract as a team, the kind of people who want to do that too. You know, our team right now is almost, almost exclusively, I'm really the only male in the firm, moms with kids, most of them young kids. And that's, you know, it's not a, an accident. It wasn't necessarily by design. We didn't go out looking for moms with young kids, but that's who was attracted to the firm because that's uh, who we were, you know, working with. Uh, so it, may, it makes everything easier. When you're trying to cast that wide net, it's just much, much more difficult. And it's counterintuitive because it seems like you should be able to make more money if you're doing all these different practice areas because what happens if one goes dry? But what I've discovered is, you know, you make your own economy. And if you're doing what you love with people you really like to work with, it will never, ever, ever run dry. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and we'll talk about some of those intangible benefits here in a minute, but like, it just, you know, to your point, it is, it does seem kind of counterintuitive on the surface where it's like, you know, well, you think, oh, I'm casting this wider net. I, I'm appealing to a broader audience, but you're also, I, I think one angle that a lot of people kind of overlook is you're not necessarily becoming an expert in one thing. You know, it's that whole jack of all trades, master of none sort of idea where one week you're doing real estate, another week you're doing business, another week you're doing family law. You're, you're, you're still just kind of all over the place. But when you're honing in on one practice area, not only are you getting better at it, but to your point, your marketing, which we're going to touch on here next, your marketing focus is on that one practice area. Now you're seen as the expert. And then you can go down this whole other path of, okay, well, now you're this expert. You can charge those premium rates. You can then increase your revenue that way. There's just so many different avenues that you can take that it may be on the surface may not seem super obvious, but it is absolutely such a great way to go. And, you know, as we really focused in on who it is we wanted to work with, our, the fees that we charge, you know, over time, but ultimately we've tripled and almost quadrupled the fees that we charge for estate planning. And we can do it because we're focused in a particular direction. And we built a really comprehensive planning model around that. You know, we don't do simple wills. That doesn't happen in our firm. We are comprehensive planners, not the least of which is because of the clients that we work with day in and day out, that's what they need. They're walking in for the first time. They don't know what they need, but we know, okay, you've got young kids, guardianship has to look like these. You have to cover all of these potential gaps that are left by more generalists. Yeah. So, so let's talk about marketing because I think that's, that's one of the biggest keys to helping you track, attract the ideal client, obviously. So how do you attract the right clients with your marketing? So the starting point is always, and I didn't make this up. I learned it from someone. Uh, and that is to enter into the conversation that's going on in your client's head. So going back to you know, our primary focus, which is on parents with young kids, it's trying, it's getting into that conversation that's already going on in their heads. What are they thinking about? What are they worried about? And then building the marketing around answering all of those issues. What are they thinking about? What are they worried about? What are the questions that they're thinking about? Where are they hanging out and thinking about these things? Uh, just trying to figure out for us, where do we direct our marketing dollars? Right now, we're heavily focused on Facebook. 
Why? Because that's where our clients are hanging out. Some of them are on Instagram, but mostly on Facebook. And Facebook lets you do a really good job of dialing into those people um, in a very granular level. You know, they're not hanging out on LinkedIn per se. That's where our professional referral partners are. And so we're marketing to professional referral partners through LinkedIn. But we're, when we're focused on our clients, that's, you know, it's getting into that conversation. And then the other part of it is, and I, and I remember the first time I was introduced uh, to, to you guys was at a, a Law Firm 500 conference several years ago. And somebody from Spotlight was giving a talk uh, it was around the power of story. Yep. Um, and at the time I was aware of story brand and, and all of that. And that really resonated with us. And we have since with you guys built out our website, particularly so that our story is there, why we, what we do, how we do it. And more importantly, why we do what we do is all right there. So when you come to our website, which is an extension of our marketing, it's either resonating with you or it's not resonating with you. Another thing I learned is marketing is about attracting the right clients to you and repelling the clients who are not right for you. Yep. So when we are marketing to parents with young kids and telling stories around uh, estate planning for parents with young kids, we're attracting those people to us if we resonate with them. But at the same time, we're not attracting, you know, people in their 80s, 70s and 80s and 90s necessarily. Yeah. We may get some of those in anyway, just because they like the way we do things. But we're not, I'm not trying to get elder law clients. We don't do elder law. Yeah. And so better that we spend our time focused on who we can help and not and, and get the other people into the hands of people who can help them. And so it's those two things. Number one, and it's it, it's a hard thing to, to get into is to to get into that conversation in their head. It was helpful for me when I started because I was still the parent of young children, so I got it. Now I'm a parent of adult children, so I get into the conversations that's going on in the heads of empty nesters. Um, that and, and using the power of story uh, and thinking of, we think of ourselves as, a, as not a hero, but as a guide. Yeah. We are, the, the client is the hero and we are here to help them along a path from some place of darkness, which is where they are right now, to a place of light, which is where they really want to go. And maybe they don't know which path to take. And it's our job is to guide them through everything that we do, including the marketing. Here's how you're going to get from point A to point B. Yeah. Yeah. And the book that, that David is referencing is Story Brand by Donald Miller. Um, yeah. And it, yeah, it's an absolutely great book um, and, and it will absolutely change your marketing to your point where uh, the big, a big mistake that lawyers make in their marketing is they make it all about them. You know, hey, here's this thing I did. This is the, these are all the cases I won. This is all the money that I've won for clients. It's all about me. But when you shift that message to make it about the client and how, you know, the lawyer is going to help guide you from point A to point B to help you overcome your obstacle, to help you be the hero of the story, then it changes everything. And, you know, to back, you know, to go back to one of your earlier points about, you know, getting, getting inside the conversation that's happening in their head, you know, all right, well, how do you, how do you then start to address that? It's through the content that you're putting out, you know, the blogs, the videos, whatever the case is. And one thing that I've seen you do that, that is really well done is you do these short videos that are addressing different things. Talk for a second about your kind of process around that and how helpful that's been to your marketing. 
So we've, I've done videos in a, in a bunch of different ways. Um, one is to, is basically FAQs, you know, here are all these different estate planning topics. Here's the kind of questions that we hear. Here's the kind of questions you're probably thinking about. And here are, you know, 20, 25, 30 little snippets that you can digest easily that address those individual topics. Um, the other way that, you know, and they're there, they're on our website and we'll use them in marketing uh, if it makes sense. We've done more long form video uh, about us and how we help clients. Um, what we've been working on recently is more really marketing videos, uh, which is, you know, here's three things you need to know about X or Y or Z um, and always a call to action at the end. And, you know, now that we're putting some money behind Facebook, we're playing around with same video, different calls to action. You know, a call to action, download a guide when we have a guide, a, a call to action. You know, we've, we've created a webinar around that. So here, register for this webinar that you can see on a, you know, that's running kind of uh, through ever webinar. And call to action, call the office. If you're ready to call the office, I don't want to stop you from doing that. And then now we can play around with same video content, different calls to action, see what works, see what resonates, see where we're getting the most traction, and then, you know, drive more dollars uh, behind that. So that's, that's how we've done it. Our focus right now, we've been doing a lot of work on this in the last, you know, four to six months is more marketing directive, things that we know we're going to put out on Facebook, things that we're going to use out uh, with some marketing dollars behind it. Yeah. And that's awesome. And I mean, it, it seems like it's such a simple thing to do. You just sit down in front of your computer or wherever you've got your camera set up, you have your topic in mind and you just go and then you just upload it and it's, that's your marketing piece. And then you can do so many different things with it. Um, you know, it, it's so much simpler once you kind of get involved, you know, it seems a little daunting on the surface, but it's, it's really not that hard. Um, one of the one of the last things I wanted to ask you about, and, and kind of going back to a, to another point that you made earlier, is just some of those you know more intangible benefits of focusing in and, and attracting the right client. You know, uh, you talked about you know it, it actually does provide the opportunity to, to actually bring in more revenue and stuff like that. Well, what are some of those other maybe intangible benefits that you have seen and experienced from actually narrowing that focus and focusing on bringing in the right client? And in its simplest form, it makes it more fun. It makes doing what you come in to do every day more fun. I had a review, uh, a review call with a client because we reach out to our clients every three years for review calls, updates, see what's going on. You know, they're check-in calls just to make sure that the estate plan stays current and that it's not gotten off track by everything that's happening, you know, in the world because there's not enough happening in the world. And I had a review call back in the fall and it went on for an hour and I got off the call. I'm like, that was, I loved it. It was the most awesome call. It was me and a client who, and I know the, the call was just as enjoyable for him because this was an ideal client for us. We could talk about things. We're talking about their estate planning. Yes, but we're talking about his family. I'm talking about his parents and they're buying a second home and what should they be thinking about? And we're essentially just, you know, at some level, shooting the breeze. That's not obviously the, the point of the call, but it's just, it's just fun. It, it'll keep you getting out of bed in the morning if you're coming in and working with an ideal client and you've been able to identify that client. You know, we have detailed avatars 
of our ideal clients. We've got our young family avatar. We've got our empty nester avatar. I know exactly what these people look like. I know the cars that they drive. I know the sports that their kids play. I know the house that they live in. I know their income rate. And we've done that by design so that we can design our business around these people, these people that we know that we want to see and be working with every day. And conversely, when, we're, when somebody gets through the gates, when somebody slips through and doesn't get repelled, and some, I can know that almost immediately if I'm in uh, an initial consult with somebody who's not gonna be right for us uh, because we've spent so much time thinking about who's perfect and who's ideal for us that you know immediately when you're talking to somebody who's not. Um, and that will help us to gently guide them and lead them to someone who's gonna be a better fit for them. We're not, we don't wanna leave them high and dry. We wanna get them into the hands of somebody who's gonna be a better fit for them. Um, but it helps me to know right away, oh, I can tell in the first five minutes, this, is, this, is not gonna, this isn't gonna go well. And so better we can, we can turn, let's figure out what it is they need but let's get them into the hands of somebody who can, who can help them more. So for me, it just makes it fun. It makes it really worth it to get out, come in, uh, get out of bed every day, come on in and work with, with these people. Yeah. And, and I think that that's just so important. I, I mean, I've, I, I look on Reddit, I see, you know, there's, there's various attorney forums there. Uh, I know of multiple coaches who their focus is helping you, enjoy being a lawyer again. So it seems like there's just this problem out there where there's so many attorneys out there who are miserable doing what they're doing, but they almost feel like, well, I committed all these years in law school. I feel like I should probably stick with it. And this, I feel like is such a simple solution to actually enjoying being a lawyer, you know, niching down, figuring out which area you enjoy doing the most, and then targeting that specific client to do that. Yeah. And you know, when you first niche down like that, it's scary. I mean, it was scary for me when I was doing, you know, four or five, six practice areas to say, I'm putting all of my eggs here. And, you know, what, and you start to ask yourself, you have those mindset issues. What if it doesn't work? What if, you know, the economy falls out under this practice area? Um, But you figure out to, you figure out a way to make it work and you get better and better and better and better, but it allows you to focus everything on that, which makes getting better at it faster. You just can get better at that thing faster because yep. you're, you're, you've got everything focused on that. Yeah. Well, this has been really incredible. It's a lot of good insight as always. Um, so we're going to wrap up here and we're going to ask our, our famous question here. If you had one piece of advice that you could give the attorneys out there, what would it be? Well, I can't walk away from what we've been talking about pretty much the whole time, which is figuring out what it is you want to do figuring out who you want to do it with. And I think most importantly, and this is what I came to last, figuring out why you're doing it and why you want to do it. It took me a long time. I'm not young anymore. I just uh, turned 58. It took me a long time to figure out my why. And there was a lot of mindset work behind figuring out my why. I think I alluded to earlier why I thought I wanted to work with parents with young kids initially Turns out that's not really why I was drawn to do this. I was drawn to it because I figured out my mission was that there should be no child, minor child, whose parents had not named guardians for them. That's what we're all about. And the, the, the place that we do that is in Massachusetts. 
And there are other attorneys who do this really well in other states. But our mission is to never stop until every minor child in Massachusetts has guardians named for them, because I truly believe that every child has the right to know that their parents cared enough about them to make sure that if the parents weren't there to take care of them and raise them, they had chosen and appointed the right people to do that. So that became, that's why we're doing what we're doing and we know who we're doing it with and we know how we're doing it. And it's really to get drilled down into those things. And when you know that, it just makes everything so much easier. Everything, you're just walking down this straight path. Not that there's not twists and turns along the way, but you always know where you're heading and why you're doing it. And it just makes everything so much easier. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, I don't have anything else to add to that. I think that's awesome. So uh, this has been wonderful. Uh, thank you for, for joining us. Uh, and look, if you're out there and you're still that door lawyer, let this be your wake up call. Let this be uh, sort of the, the little kick in the pants that you need to, to finally niche down and, and really start working to attract that perfect client. Um, we have, uh, we have a resource uh, at spotlightbranding.com called the Ideal Client Checklist that you are welcome to download. Uh, just go to spotlightbranding.com, click the free resources tab, and it'll be right there. Um, really good resource to help you kind of figure out and, and build, like you said, David, figure out who those avatars are, who that perfect client is going to be. And then you can kickstart your marketing, focus all your content and everything to bringing in that kind of person. And then, like you said more revenue, you're happier, you're enjoying what you're doing. So, uh, you know, it definitely could be the key to enjoying being an attorney if you're a little miserable right now. Um, otherwise, I think that's going to wrap it up. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, rate and review us, Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe on YouTube, wherever you're consuming the show, we're all over the place. So, um, yeah, I think that's going to do it for us here. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. To learn more, go to spotlightbranding.com slash center stage.